Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Like, I don't know if you remember those years when Shaq and them would kind of like coast through this regular season. Yeah. Get the fourth or fifth seed and then win a championship. The same thing with the Rockets, right? They would like coast, get the sixth seed. You know, people are banged up resting. Welcome to the Believe in Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The weekly show dedicated to helping fantasy managers like you crush your league and bring home multiple championships. Now, your host, Robin Marks. We believe every NBA fan that plays fantasy football should also play fantasy basketball. All the major sports are in action this week with the college football playoffs ready to kick off. BetOnline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info, including news for pro football, the NBA, upcoming fights, and NHL games this season. Head to the website today to get into the action and see all the updated odds for the week. Remember, use promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. What's good? I got my man Bilal from Sports Wizard in the building. He is a passionate sports enthusiast, especially when it comes to fantasy hoops. And he also loves tech. So he married the two and created one of the most innovative and helpful resources for fantasy basketball managers, Sports Wizard. Bilal, welcome back to the show, my brother. Thanks a lot. Always great to be here. I love our relationship. And yeah, man, I'm I'm excited to to kind of give back to the community and get this going. Last time you were here, we did like all Sports Wizard stuff. But I was like, this guy has been on Yahoo since 2006. Like, yo, you are like, <laughs> uh, were you like playing on dial-up? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is like old school DSL. DSL. Like, what was happening? Talk to me about the old school days of Yahoo in 2006. Yeah, great, great question. Yeah, I've been playing since 2006 on Yahoo, been renewing the same exact league since 2006. So we have like 16 years of history almost. Um, it definitely looked much different at the time. And uh, you're right, I actually had DSL internet at that time. Uh, so <laughs> there was no mobile or nothing. It was desktop only. And um, now pretty much everybody plays on mobile, like 99%, right? So yeah, good, good times. And it's crazy seeing the growth. 
Very nice. Very nice. Well, let's on this episode, we're going to definitely talk a little bit of sports wizards, but I also want to get into your mind. Like you're, you're a part of a, a league that's been around for 16 years. You have one of the most helpful uh, plugins in the industry for fantasy basketball as a, uh, you know, a tech guy. I want to talk like fantasy to see if we can provide some value. But before we do that, talk to me about you know, this concept, and I've seen it in Reddit, right? This is me. Like, I don't get too active in Reddit because sometimes it gets a little fiery and I'm like, I don't really like, I don't want to get too involved. But I see sometimes people talk about how fantasy tools, especially paid resources, is like a form of cheating. Where where do you stand on that, especially as an app developer yourself? Yeah, great question. I've actually seen a lot of those discussions and kind of chimed in on those myself as well. Um, obviously, you know, maybe I'm a little biased because I do create, you know, paid tools, but um, I would say it's not cheating because the paid tool is not giving you any advantage that you can't get for free. So, for example, you know, if you have a tool that uh, projects your matchup for the week, like shows you kind of what to expect, I wouldn't call that cheating because you can do that math yourself. This is kind of just do the math for you. Um, additionally, I've, I've seen some tools out there that kind of do an auto ad for you at midnight or 3 a.m. or whatever. Uh, for some background, you know, if you want a player that's a free agent, you have to wake up at 3 a.m. Eastern time or or midnight Pacific time to try to get that player right away. Um, so there's people out there making tools like that that'll add the player for you right at midnight. I think that may be a little bit more reasonable to, de- to debate whether that's cheating or not because a bot's actually doing the ad for you. But at the end of the day, it's the same thing. You're going to be clicking. Uh, this thing will do the clicks for you. So I would say, nope, not cheating. I agree with you. And I I think for me, because the way I look at it is this, right? So in any field that you're in, right, for the most part, specifically in the era of AI now, right? I don't think the last time we were here together, there was no like chat GPT, right? This is like something that materialized in 2023. And I think looking at these resources as tools to help you better perform your job or your task or whatever you achieve your objective even i think that's the way you got to look at it so for me for example um you know i've neglected my fantasy football teams this year like Bilal, when i tell you man i'm the champ man like i get i get titles right and this year out of my four leagues that matter two of them i'm not even making the playoffs for the first time ever and the tool that i use is my playbook by Fantasy Pros. And their tool will actually like give you your optimal lineup. And it's just helped me with um, you know, being able to balance being a content creator, hosting a podcast, you know, all of the stuff that I do for fantasy basketball. And now that it's playoff time, like I don't know if you remember those years when Shaq and them would kind of like coast through this regular season. Yeah get the fourth or fifth seed, and then win a championship. The same thing with the Rockets, right? They would, like, coast, get the sixth seed. You know, people are banged up resting. That's what I'm doing for fantasy football these days, thanks to these tools. Nice. Yeah. I mean, how are those tools uh, doing? Are they pretty good? Are they paid tools? Well, the Fantasy uh, Pros Playbook... They have a free version where you could have like one of your teams in there. If you Mm. upgrade, then you can get, uh, you know, as many teams as you want, I believe. So I have right now, I think six teams. Again, four of them really matter. 
really matter. <laughs> you know how it is. Um, but speaking of tools and resources, do you have some other tools uh, besides Sports Wizards that Sports Wizard that you use as a actual fantasy basketball manager? Yeah, good question. I don't necessarily use too many other tools. Um, I personally like using Basketball Monster for their rankings. They allow you to do punts and, and stuff like that. So if you're not familiar with punting in fantasy basketball, it's essentially when you ignore one or two categories to maximize others. So an example of that would be like, let's say you're punting turnovers. Um, you know, you just ignore the turnover category and then just go all out on the other categories. That doesn't necessarily mean you go for the players that get a lot of turnovers. You just ignore that. So you just don't consider it when you're, you know, uh, gauging how good this player is going to be on your team. So Basketball Monster allows you to re-rank players based on punts. There's other sites that are doing it too now, such as Sports Wizard. But um, yeah, that's probably like the one kind of tool I've been using over the years, Basketball Monster. And I think that's a miss. Uh, you know, a misconception or miscommunication with punting in a lot of spaces where people associate it with like, okay, so now that I'm, you know, punting this category, let me just like try to find players who don't like, who who are really, really, really bad at that category, whatever it is. And that's not it. It's like you said, it's to ignore it. Just like you still pick up, you know, Brooke Lopez or whatever it is, if you're punting blocks, if you get him at the right spot. Is that about right? Yeah, that's about right. Uh, Brooke Lopez, like if you were doing a punt turnover build, he'd be more valuable. But even if you're not doing a punt turnover build, um, he's still very valuable because he gets you like all those blocks, rebounds and other categories that are hard to get. So, yeah, essentially punting is ignoring uh, certain categories. Love it. Love it. Um, So talk to me about Sports Wizard really quick before we get into the fantasy basketball players and value and tips. Talk to me about like what made you want to even design an app like that or a plugin like that? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll talk about kind of how I got into it. Essentially it all started with games remaining. Uh, this was probably 2016. I was, you know, it, it was the days where you would go into the office for work. <laughs> there was no remote remote work at that time. And uh, I caught myself going on the fantasy site, trying to figure out who to add. And I was counting their games remaining by clicking their little pop-up and you get the little window with their schedule and game log in it. And I was trying to figure out this day is Sunday. So I'm counting, you know, three games left. And then I would go to the other game or the other player I was trying to drop. And I count and I see, oh, one game left. So I'm getting a plus two by making this swap. So I felt I caught myself doing that a lot. And I figured, you know, there's got to be a, a better way to, to do this. And uh, one of the ways that we could just modify the page is to use like a, a plugin, like a Chrome extension. And so that's kind of how it all started. It originally started with just number of games for the week, not even remaining, just total games for that week. And we like iterated, iterated, iterated and made it better. Now it's games remaining and now there's projections and there's me versus league. And so there's a lot of cool stuff, but that's how it started. Just counting games remaining. And I hated doing that because it took so much time and brain power. Very nice. I love I love when people come up with cool stuff based on a pain point like it. It's yeah. always a win because you were not the only person experiencing that. And like, and this right. is a good, and this is good for like people in business, right? Like finding a gap or finding a, a, a need that's not being filled is the way you kind of can build an awesome product, you know? And, and I love that it's rooted in like passion for your interest, but also in service to the fantasy basketball community. I think that's dope, man. Totally. Yeah. Appreciate that. Um, yeah. Pretty awesome. T- 
stuff that it can do. Uh, I, I love talking about it. And, and I personally use it every day. Like I can't, I can't use the mobile app because it doesn't give me the information that I want. So I specifically open up the browser on my phone and use the Yahoo Fantasy Basketball desktop site because the extension works like that. That is a hack because we yeah. talked about it last time you were on about the importance of fantasy managers getting on desktop, right? Like try to manage your team sometimes, get in the desktop. But you're saying that now you're pulling up the actual browser and just doing it right on right. your uh, phone. Right. Yeah. There is a caveat with that. Uh, it works on Android only uh, since, you know, there's limitations that Apple puts in with iPhones. But, um, you know, it is on my on my list of things to do to eventually get it on the on the Apple App Store. I think that'll be a, a huge hit. That's going to be a we, we will definitely I'm down to do a live party that day. We'll All do right. a live stream. You let me know as long as my schedule permits. We'll do a live stream. We'll invite people on, uh, you know, Barack Lesnar. I know he's a big advocate of your, uh, you know, your, your tool. And he's he's a friend of the channel. So we we had Barack on. So we would like do a fantasy basketball party. Yeah, let's do that. Actually, I want to give a shout out to Barack. He's an awesome partner. We've been, you know, kind of doing some cross promotional stuff with him. He's super cool to work with. And I, I love watching his videos. He has really good insight and kind of gives you uh, a good detail on, on, you know, advice, fantasy basketball advice. Yeah, that's my brother. That's my brother. Um, okay, so let's get into some value. We will come back and do a little sports wizard in this episode. Um, and we also have some other standalone episodes about that. But we have Bilal here. I want to get into his mind about some of the crazy things that I've been thinking about with fantasy. The first thing is this I've talked about with like two different guests in the last couple of days. Who do you think is this season's SGA? So SGA last season made a jump from, I think, the fourth or the fifth round up to being a first round player and will be a first round player, potential MVP candidate for years to come. The people that I've been thinking about are like Chet, Maxi, even Scotty Barnes comes to mind. But who do you think is this year's Maxi? Yeah, I was. I'm say, sorry, this year's SGA. Yeah, I was going to say uh, his teammate Chet. I mean, he wasn't in the league last year, obviously, but um, you know, I mean, he was in the league, but he wasn't playing, right? So he was probably drafted like super late last year. But this year, I mean, he's insane. He's even better than Wemby, which is kind of hard to believe. He's like a top ten guy. So, um. Yeah, Scotty Barnes or Chet. Scotty Barnes kind of lines up a little bit better because he was playing last year and we saw his, you know, development. So probably go Chet or Scotty Barnes. Scotty's been pretty amazing, especially in points leagues. I mean, he's like top 12 in points leagues, which is insane. It's unbelievable, honestly. And I I, I got a hit and a miss. My hit was Chet. Like I am on a re- if you go back and check out either like our draft videos, like just throughout the whole offseason, I was like, y'all need to stay away from Wimby and lock in at on Chet because Chet, you're gonna get a discount for what he does. I would grab him a round or two earlier if you can. My miss, my miss, Scotty Barnes. I had it all wrong, man. I, I honestly thought. I didn't think OG was going to like surpass him, but I thought OG was going to have this big jump for some reason. And I just overlooked Scotty Barnes. I would have never expected that he would be doing what he's doing. So for me, I think my heart is with Chet on this question. But 
I want to talk a little bit about Maxi, you know, so I know people got a deal on him for what he's doing now, but he seems a little roller coastery. I don't know if it's me, but it seems like every couple of games he has a semi dud. What's your take on Maxi in terms of him being the next SGA? Yeah, good point on Maxi. Um, I definitely think SGA is more SGA than Maxi is, especially because he's kind of the number one guy. Um, I believe Maxi's, if you kind of watch the Sixers games, Things are up and down because, you know, they're kind of a winning team and Embiid is their go-to guy. So a lot of things revolve around Embiid. If he's having a, a tough game or whatever, then Maxi kind of picks up the slack. But if he's if Embiid's doing, you know, most of the heavy lifting, you're going to see uh, Maxi kind of have a down game. So that's kind of his, the, the main reason he has a little bit of inconsistencies because he's the number one guy. He's a little bit younger too, but um, I imagine he's nowhere to go but up from here. Do you think Chet will be a first-round player in drafts next year? I believe so. Him and Wimby both probably will be, you know, top 15 pick. You think Wimby will still be top 15 even if he ends the season in the 30s and 40s? Uh, the only way I can see him ending the season in the 30s, 40s is if he gets hurt or if the Spurs just literally can't get a win. I think they've lost like 13, 14 in a row. I'm going to be honest, I drafted Wimby in the third round. I just traded him for Miles Turner and Tyus Jones just because I open his game log. I see the amazing stats, but I also see a bunch of L's. So especially with the Spurs and, um, you know, how they how they manage their players and, and they're careful with their players. I imagine he's probably a major shutdown candidate, um, especially if they're well out of the play-in race. So if you were to look at averages... Even if he finishes out of the top 60, 70, I can imagine him going in the first round just due to his like extreme potential. I mean, he's averaged like six stocks over the last five games, which is unheard of. So, um, yeah, even if he doesn't finish top 50, 60, even 70, I, I think he'll still be a first rounder next year. So we talked who's the next SGA. You said it's Chet. Let's move along and just give the people what they want. Nine times out of 10, when people tune in to fantasy basketball channels, they want like, give me the info. <laughs> like, give me the player I need to look at. Give me like, who should I stream? What day should I stream? They want it, right? Some people like the back and forth and stuff, but I want to give them some nuggets. So do you have some players that fantasy managers should try to trade for now going into the new year? Yeah, um, i can think of some players I think you should trade away uh, due to some stuff. So let's talk about that. Um, I would probably trade away guys like Damar, uh, probably Vucevic, just because the Bulls are not looking too good. Kind of similar situation with the with the Spurs I was talking about. If they're losing so much, these players like Damar and Vuce, they're not there to, uh, to develop them, their game or whatever. They're there to win. So if the team's not winning, I imagine, you know, they might be shut down candidates. Um, Players of trade for, I would probably target some young guys on, on losing teams. So maybe some guys on the Wizards. I think the Wizards are doing very poorly. Uh, so maybe target some of the young guys. Bilal Kulabeli, shout out to me. Uh, I think he might be a kind of a, a sleeper towards the end of the year where he's just going to get a lot of run. He gets a lot of steals, plays good defense, has solid percentages. So probably target him. Probably look at some of the guys on Detroit as well. I think uh, Detroit's doing very poorly, so they're trying to figure out who their next kind of big guy is. Jaden Ivey might get run towards the end of the season, and if he does, you know, there's a there's a very high ceiling there. Uh, but I'd also keep my eye on Marcus Sasser. He's a young guy on Detroit. He's shown some flashes when he gets opportunity. So uh, towards the end of the season, when 
they're just looking to develop their young young guys probably target some of those those younger guys to to see if they go off kind of kind of reminds me of herb jones from two to three years ago when the pelicans weren't doing too good not last year but the year before towards the second half of the year he was like a wire player and he started kind of showing up on people's radars and he was going crazy um so yeah just target some of those young guys on on some of the the worst teams and uh you might find some gold there mm. Very nice, very nice. Um, one thing that I want to add to that is uh Cade Cunningham, right? So man, I was that that was another that's that's a that's a possible miss, right? So I, I was super high on Cade in the offseason and he's coming to life a little bit over the last few weeks, right? What's your take on Cade? And do you think down the stretch that he could, you know, maybe at least salvage the the um the the you know his year in terms of fantasy yeah uh Cade is very polarizing in fantasy people either love, love him or hate him uh not many people right in the middle so I think the main issue with Cade is that the shooting percentages are extremely bad like under 43 42 percent I think he only had one game this entire season uh where he made more than half his shots so that's like a really bad red flag especially if you're going for field goal percentage if you're punting field goal percentage, it's a little bit different story. But then his turnovers are extremely bad too, and his stocks are like un, you know under like not that good. So I would try to avoid Cade. Maybe one of the targets to try to trade away if he has a couple really good games. Try to sell high on him. Um, I think he could really benefit from a a, a good teammate, uh, maybe an experienced teammate. So if he played with uh, a very experienced player, I don't know. I'm just throwing out. I don't think this is going to happen. But like, let's say Demar showed up on the Pistons, I think he could really help Kate out, you know, just help him on the side, but it would take a lot of pressure off of him to, to, uh, for him to do his thing and, and definitely get his field goal percentage up. So I would say avoid Cade. If you have Cade, I'm sorry. Uh, just try to sell high on him and, and, and get somebody you can, uh, that'll get you the field goal percentages, but he's, he's not a super great fantasy asset at this moment, at this moment. Although we've gone to the end of the road, not gonna let you go. I'm, I I gotta hold on. Blau. I don't know. I'm like I'm just gonna stand, put ten toes down, and pray that the fantasy gods bless me with the motorcade grenade that I've been waiting for. But like you, I, I'm I, I'm losing some faith. That's really good. Okay. Yeah. So we provided some value, man. Now we got to give them some technical technical breakdowns of the sports wizard plugin. So Bilal, if you don't mind taking over the screen and I'll do my best to kind of narrate for any folks who are listening to this, but man, I'm excited about this part. All right, cool. And we're, just, and we're just doing Yahoo today, right? Correct. Yep. Right. Uh, I'll show Yahoo. We can jump into ESPN. I do have some test leagues we can show there. So um, yes, I'd like to, I'd like to do both if we can. Yeah, let's do that. Let's start with uh, Yahoo, and then we'll go over to ESPN. I'll kind of mention some overviews on what works on where, and we'll, we'll go from there. But um, essentially, you're looking at Yahoo. You, you, you'll probably notice that this looks different. Uh, Yahoo, this is not a Yahoo thing. It looks like it's a Yahoo thing, but it's coming from the Chrome extension. So if you do install the Chrome extension, you'll get this uh, bar here, or uh, this icon here, and you'll see some options. Um, essentially, it's showing that I'm a pro user, which gives me access to a bunch of features, such as Meverse League. 
this is something new we've introduced this year, something we've been wanting to do for a while, but it's extremely powerful because it allows you to compare your team to every other team in the league in one place. Um, you don't have to like look at your numbers, look at your uh, potential opponent's numbers and try to compare and, and count. I was doing that a lot for, for a while, uh, especially if league members, like my, my fellow league members and I get together in real life, we're like, oh, I'd be beating you right now. Uh, we wouldn't, we don't have to count anymore. I can just kind of send a picture of this to my league and say, I'd be beating everybody or I'd be losing everybody. Um, you'll see sometimes there's instances where you're losing bad, like one eight, but you'll be beating everybody else in the league. So it's kind of like, as a joke, I call this the how lucky am I tool? Uh, because, you know, it shows you how lucky you are based on your matchup. But essentially you can see here that so far into this week, I would be I'd be beating this team 7-2, this team 7-2, this team 5-3, and then I'd be losing to this team 2-6. So it kind of shows you how you're doing this week against other teams. You also want to take this with a grain of salt because you know, when when you're playing somebody, you're you're targeting certain categories with your streaming, so the numbers would look a little different if you were playing that person, but it gives you a solid gauge for uh how you'd be doing against a certain team. You can look for any week, so right now it's week 7 if I go to week 6. I see that, you know, I would have beat most of the league in week six, um, but I actually lost because I was playing this team right here and I lost three, six, but I would have beaten almost everybody else. So that goes back to like the, how unlucky am I tool? It allows you to also do averages. So instead of comparing like the current week, um, current week's numbers, you can compare your averages, your team's players averages. This one takes a little bit of time because it, it's crunching a lot of numbers. It's getting all your every team's players. It's doing all the averages. But here you are. My team is very bad in this league, as you can see. Based on season averages, I'd be losing to everybody. So that tells me I have to make a lot of changes to my team. Additionally, I can check off this ranks box and see that uh, see where I'm bad. So like I'm twenty or I'm eleventh in the league in threes. I'm eleventh in the league in assists. But I'm third in the league in turnovers. So uh, that's a good sign. You know, I'm pretty much at the bottom in, in pretty much all these. So that kind of helps you gauge what categories you should be targeting. Uh, you can also choose like last seven days, 14 days, 30 days. So let's do 14 days to get a little bit of a recent pass and see if that makes a difference. Um, pretty much the same thing. My team is really bad in this league. So uh, this will help me gauge what I should do to... Uh, you know, either improve my team or, or what categories I should really focus on. Um, let's move over to the, the matchups page. I think this is kind of one of the most powerful features that we have. So if you're trying to gauge your matchup for the week, you can see that, okay, based on the games remaining for all the players on my team and my opponent's team, if you take their season averages and add the, or multiply them by the number of games remaining and add them to your current stats, uh, you could see how you're projected to do for the week. So in this example, I'm projected to lose 4-5, right? But if you look at the categories, I mean, field goals are super close. Uh, blocks are super close. That kind of tells me, hey, maybe I should target a big man because a big man can get good field goal. Can, they can also get blocks, which might end up flipping these categories for me. So that's where it starts to get really powerful. Right now, I'm losing field goal percentage by 2%. I'm losing blocks by 6 so if I'm just looking at this without the extension turned on, you might think, okay, blocks is out of the question because you're already down by six blocks. But based on you know everyone's averages, it's actually going to end up being close. So I might want to stream a big man or two 
uh, you can see it. it's like all the big man stats are close. The rebounds are super close. The blocks are super close. Turnovers are super close. So I might want to target big men. Um, I, that 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 does mean I might take a hit in free throw percentage, which I'm already projected to lose. So this kind of helps you gauge who I should stream. You can change the averages from season to like last 14 days. So if I want to base these projections off last 14 days, well, now it's having me win 6-3 because my players have been playing better in the last 14 days compared to the whole season. Um, and his players have been worse in the last 14 days compared to the whole season. Additionally, you can do things like, okay, Anthony Edwards, he's questionable, right? So if I look at his status, he is officially questionable to play tonight. He might play, he might not. I want to see how's my projection going to look if my opponent's player plays or doesn't play. So I can reduce this to one game. He's going to miss one game. Okay, it's still showing 6-3. Um, or I can reduce it to, uh, I think he's going to play no games. Now it's saying 7-2. So if Anthony Edwards plays no games, I have a way better chance to get a bigger win than if he plays uh, both those games. So that in that aspect, it's super powerful too because you can tune these projections to how you think... Uh, 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 the games played are going to play out. Uh, super helpful there. So these are matchup projections. This also works on points leagues. This is new this year. So if I go to my points leagues here, go to matchups, uh, we actually have our own matchups projections here. Yahoo shows you projections. They have their own projections, although I personally don't like them. And this was my biggest motivation uh, for creating points leagues projections for the wizard. Kind of goes back to what you were saying, like it all starts with a pain point. The, the reason I don't like Yahoo's projections is because it actually takes into account if your opponent or even your team has their lineup started or not, right? So right now it's saying 889 for my opponent. If my opponent goes and benches all his players for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which is the remainder of this week, uh, his projection will actually just show like whatever the current score is. Because it won't take those players into account. So if I want to advantage against my opponent in a points league, I'll just bench my players for the rest of the week. And my opponent won't know what the actual projected score is because I just like quote unquote hit it from them by benching my players. The wizard doesn't look at whether your future players are benched or not. It just looks at each player's total games and allows you to control what goes in to the projections. So right now it's showing that I'm really going to lose this week. Um, I would say this is a little bit off this week due to the kind of weird schedule with the play-in tournament. It's showing that AD has no more games left, although he does have one game left, right? Because they won the first play-in game. So when the schedule gets released, which I think it just got released, so this will update shortly, uh, this will actually be one. So then it adjusts the projection. I know Deer and Fox has, or Fox is going to have another game. Monk is going to have another game. So we can still control this. Um, I know Rui's going to have another game. So now, oh, wow, the projection is actually way closer because we're counting those players that have that game. Uh, Grayson Allen's going to have another game. We know about that. Eric Gordon, Middleton, Tatum, all these guys are going to have another game. So now I'm projected to lose again. So this really allows you to tune the projections to how you think the week's going to go and allows you to play out multiple scenarios. This guy plays one game, this guy plays two games, or this guy plays no games, and this guy plays one game. And it really allows you to tune it down, weigh out any scenario you want, and then make your decisions for streaming based on that. Super powerful stuff. Um, 
Yeah, so that's kind of like the gist of it. The me versus league and the projections are like the two main things that really help you out. Cool. So um, so let's check out ESPN quickly. Can we check that out really quick? Let's do that. Let's see if I can log into one of my test leagues on ESPN. Um, let's log in here. So ESPN is going to have very similar features. So if I go to one of my leagues here, these are just like random leagues I filled with a random test account just to see uh, uh, how ESPN works. This is like your team page is your roster showing you how many games remaining. Uh, Yahoo has the same thing. If you go to your team on Yahoo, right next to your players, you'll see how many games they have remaining that are color coded. And this updates as the week goes on. Uh, let's go to the scoreboard where you can look at the box score for your matchup. And you'll see that you'll get those same projections here as well. So pretty much the same thing we just talked about. You can go to your team or your opponent's teams and tune how many games they have playing and see the updated score for your projected score for this week. So let's say, hypothetically speaking, SGA is not going to play this week at all. I bench him. Well, now I'm probably going to lose 2-6 because he's like a top player. Um, let's say he does play two games. I'm projected to win 5-3. Or actually, I'm projected to lose 5-3. Uh, but let's say if his best player, Kat, or let's say Jokic, of course, doesn't play any games, well, now I'm still projected to lose 2-6. So this team is really bad. I mean, it's a test league. There's no like activity on this league. But you still get kind of the point of you can tune how many games each one of your players is going to play and get a projection based on that. You can also do this for future weeks. So like, let me jump back over to Yahoo real quick. If I want to see how I'm going to do the following week against my next opponent, so like, let's say Saturday night, Sunday night, and you're trying to plan for the, for the next week, extremely powerful because you know ahead of time what players maybe you should target based on how those pro projections are, 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 are looking. Your opponent might be doing this manually, might be using the extension, might not be using the extension, but you know, you kind of have that little bit of upper hand because you know what to expect going into your matchup. So here's like the following week, week eight, which is a normal schedule. Everybody's got three to four games, and now you can really gauge how things are looking. Super, power super powerful that way. Coming back to ESPN, if you're looking at the uh, scoreboard page and you scroll all the way down, you'll see the me versus league that we talked about in Yahoo. Uh, this one's still like, uh, a little bit newer on the ESPN side. We don't have like the adjustments yet where you can choose what weeks, like looking at past weeks, how you did, looking at averages. That's going to be coming out soon. Uh, no timeline on that yet, but essentially this is still extremely powerful because you can see how you're doing against everybody else in the league. Um, so yeah, very powerful stuff. Wow. Bilal, you just dropped so many jewels. I know I said something about I was going to narrate. I'm sorry, y'all. Like I was just like over here taking mental notes for myself because I use the tool as well. And some of the stuff you clearly like unlock some new stuff that I'm going to play around with. So thank you so much, my brother. And I'm just super grateful for you. Yeah, grateful for you as well. I appreciate the words. And uh, man, I'm happy to show it. And I hope everyone watching this, you know, tries it out and enjoys it. And you can join our Discord. We can talk on uh, this Discord too, uh, anywhere. We can reach out and give me feedback. If you have issues with it, let me know. I'll help you do everything I can to, to make your experience better.
Yep. So we have a Sports Wizard channel in the Believe in Fantasy Discord, but Bilal also has a Discord. I strongly encourage you guys to join as well, especially if you use the um the the plugin. So Bilal, why don't you tell them a little bit about what's next for Sports Wizard and also how they can get access to it? Yeah, good question. Uh, we'll include a link, but essentially you go to the Chrome Web Store uh, on Google Chrome and you just press Add to Chrome. Uh, it's just a single button. It adds it to your Chrome. And then you'll have to either try a free trial or purchase the pro version to get the pro features. There are some free features for sure. So even if you don't buy, you're still going to get a lot of value out of it. But if you buy, you like unlock a whole next level of uh, of powerful features. So uh, definitely take a look. Uh, what's next for Sports Wizard? Essentially, we just want to keep improving the extension, make it even more powerful. We've gotten a lot of feedback from users who have uh, uh, feature requests and and stuff like that. So we do have a long list of items that we want to do. Uh, one kind of cool thing I want to do next with the Meverse League tool is show uh, full season totals and compare your team against everybody. So not just averages, not just this week, but also like the total stats that you've accumulated for the whole season against everybody else. I think that's kind of the next step in that process. Man, that's awesome. Well, we can't wait to see it. And again, just super grateful for everything you're doing for the fantasy basketball community. Make sure you folks go check out Sports Wizard. It will lead you to a fantasy championship this year. Bilal, thank you so much. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for having me. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. And uh, last piece of advice, I think you got to get a Lakers banner in the back there. I got Kobe. You see, I got Kobe over there. Yeah, we'll take it. All right, we'll take it. Let me get a whole banner. <laughs> Yeah, just cover the whole wall with Lakers. <laughs> All right, Bula. See you next time, buddy. Take care, man. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Believe in Fantasy Basketball Podcast with Robin Marks. Join our free Discord community at BelieveInFantasy.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Believe in Fantasy. This episode was presented to you by Bet Online, where the game starts. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite.